so I am back with Cousin Gladys, and we're going to finish this conversation. So we got a part two here, people. We're not going to stop. So Cousin Gladys, finish telling us a story about your dad coming home, or you hoping that your dad come home to see these blinds that you've destroyed. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Well, I got my wish. Mm-hmm. My dad did get home before my mom. Mm-hmm. And I took him in the bathroom. I said, Daddy, I said, look what I did. I said, I put the blinds in the bathtub to soak them so I could uh, wash them and hang them out on the line. And I said, the paint came. Well, I didn't know what it was. I told him the paint came off of right. And he looked in there. He said, well, he said, things like that happen. And he says, uh, how did he have it? He said, money bought those money up by more. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. I said, I said, okay. He said, yeah. He said, things like this happen. Hmm. He said, you didn't know it was going to do that. I said, no, I didn't. I said, but I'm sorry it did. He said, don't be sorry. He said, it's just an experience. You just know not to do the others like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I so, said, well, okay then. So going from that, that particular story, what kind of lessons were you taught by by phrases and parable-type messages from your mother and father? What are some of those those messages that they would give you? Well, you know, they didn't talk a lot. Uh-huh. And they... But I tell you one thing my dad always told us, just came to me. He says, don't ever have a friend. He said, even now as kids or even when you get older and be, get grown and be out on your own, don't ever fool with the person I have them for a friend if they don't work. Hmm. He said, don't ever. He said, because they want the same things that you want, hmm. but they don't care how they get them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that's what he always told us, especially the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Did you follow that advice? Pretty much so, uh-huh. yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm that way till today. Yeah. Uh-huh. And everybody I know now is too old to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you can have a whole lot of friends. <laughs> so now you can have a lot of friends. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and it was shown to me last, uh, in September, mm-hmm. just how many friends I have. How did that happen? When my second brother, when my brother passed, mm-hmm. uh, September the, what day did he pass? September the 20th. Mm-hmm. And they, my friends stepped up to the plate. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Yes, yes. In fact, I just got a blanket the other day from one fella that had brought Oh, he brought all kinds of food here. Mm-hmm. But he sent me a, a blanket by his sister. Now, we grew up like sisters and brothers. Mm-hmm. 
but they were in the second block from us on Norval Avenue. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you we know, from, one of the things that I deal with, uh, Cousin Gladys, is you know, I, I, I'm very concerned about family, and you know uh-huh. that I'm very strong with this genealogy. And you know I try to connect families. You do the same. You have shared material with me already. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts about family and the importance of knowing who your family members are or telling these stories and sharing this history? What, what are your thoughts about it? I don't think there's anything in the world that's more important than family. If you don't have family, you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you don't have family, and that's why I can't understand why some families don't get along. Because what else is left if you don't have family? Friends are okay, but they go home. Right. They got families. And I don't know, it come a time when you need one another. And then if you don't need each other, love one another. Mm-hmm. Love one another and keep in touch with your families. And just grow from there. Do you see if do you see that there is a responsibility for the older members of the family, you know, as far as sharing experience, sharing wisdom. What role do you see the older generation playing? Well, that's the only book that we have. And if they don't share what they know, how can we learn? We can't learn without having a teacher. Right. And, they, and, and, and kids can't teach themselves because we don't know anything to teach one another. Right. So our wisdom has to come from the, 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 the older people, the head of the families and the older relatives. Mm-hmm. So it's very important that they talk and share with the kids what they have learned and experienced down through the years. Mm-hmm. I would think so. That's where I got most of my listening, learning, watching, and, you know, paying attention. Yeah. And that that's the way I grew up as well. You know, I, you're the oldest, I'm the youngest in my family, and I got a chance to observe a lot. My mother would talk to me a lot. So I did miss out on never seeing any of my grandparents. I never got a chance to see my grandparents. Oh, uh uh-huh. But my mother and father were both full of wisdom and full of, you know, stories. They're parables on how you grow up, what things you do, Uh what things you don't do. Uh And, you know, as you get older, you begin to learn those things. But let me go back and ask you, what kind of music did you like listening to growing up? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I should have thought about that. I think we hit a sweet spot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Randy was my program that I listened to every weekend. Uh, Randy's from Nashville, Tennessee. From Nashville. I don't know if you ever heard of him or not. No. But he played blues, anything that was out, he played it. Wow. From, uh, what was that station? Oh, my brother did. Now he can't tell me. Uh He would know. Right. Uh, It was a Nashville... It came out of Nashville, Tennessee, and it was called Randy's, uh-huh. R-A-N-D-Y-S. And you could order records from there, and uh, they'd mail them to you. Wow. Uh-huh. I like spirituals. Mm-hmm. I like blues. And just whatever they had out there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So were you a good dancer? Pretty much. Uh-huh. Couldn't do too much at home, though. Right. No, no, uh-uh. In fact, when Mom bought me a record player, <laughs> my dad didn't like that. He Whoa. didn't approve of that. Why? Because, and, and you would have thought he was a preacher, and he didn't hardly go to church. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But he just, just old-fashioned. Just old-fashioned. But after a while, he, he gave in. Oh, <laughs> 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 Huh? He would always give in. With yep. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yep. He gave in on the dress and the pants. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> now yeah. he is giving up on the music. Uh huh. Well, and then I tell you, I tell you another thing. My dad did that most men didn't do. In fact, I don't know of any other of my girlfriends that ever, you know, that their dad did this. Right. I could be riding my bicycle. Well, two blocks away from us was a beauty shop. Mm-hmm. And this lady, uh, this beautician, her name was Nancy, what we called her Miss Nancy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I could be riding, I had long hair then. Mm-hmm. And I would could be riding my bicycle, Daddy would be sitting on the porch. And he'd look out there sometime and be watching me ride the bike. And he says, sweet. I say, yes, sir. He said, go down to Nancy's and see when she can do your hair. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. I'd get on my bike and I'd ride down to Miss Nancy's and I'd go in. And she said, hi, baby. She was real nice. Right. And uh, she said, yeah, I know your dad done sent you down to get your hair done, haven't he? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, he sent me down to see when you can do it. And she would write the time and the date, you know. Right and give it to me, and I take it and give it to him. And uh, he says, okay. And when that time would come, he'd give me my money, and I'd go down there, and she'd do my hair. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember any of my girlfriend's dad ever telling them it was time to get their hair done. Well. Uh-huh. But he would do it. He didn't do it all the time, but, you know, occasionally he would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this, would this require the straightening comb? Yeah. Oh, that's all they knew then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And I tell you another thing. When I was a kid, I always loved magazines, papers, books, anything that you could read or see pictures. Or I was always fascinated by that. Uh-huh. And we used to get catalogs in the mail. Sears, Ward's. And it was one called National Belly Hess. And a lot of people don't remember that. Now, these younger people, they'd never heard of it. Right. 
But but anyway, I remember those three magazines used to come to the house. And I didn't know A from Butter about ordering anything. I didn't know what size I wore or nothing. But I would get find that order sheet in that in that catalog. Right. And I would go through that book. <laughs> <laughs> I would go through that book, and if I saw something on the in the on the pages that right, I like, right. I would look at that order sheet, and I'd try to figure out, and I'd put whatever it said under this and under here, and the color. <laughs> Didn't know nothing about no size. Right. I put something there though. Yeah. And I'd find the stamps, and put mail that letter, that order in. Mm-hmm nothing then the order the mailman would bring because you didn't have to send no money then they would send it cod right oh i remember that cod (laughs) 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 okay so the mailman would bring the order back i guess i don't know exactly how long maybe two weeks or so Mm -hmm. and i said well i said my parents are not here now i said but uh he said, well, I'll give you the slip, he said, and give it to them when they come. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So he'd write the amount on the slip and blah, blah, blah. How many days they would keep it at the post office. Right. Or either you could tell him and he would bring it back another day. Uh-huh. And so when Daddy would come home, I'd give Daddy the slip. He said, I ain't ordered nothing. Mm-hmm. I said, I did. <laughs> he said, what did you order? I'd run and get the book and try to show him something. I might even forgot what I ordered. Right. <laughs> so, you know what? But You know, he never told me not to do that. Well. Never did. He'd give me the money to pay for it. Or either give me the money and I could go get it at the post office. Because, see, I learned how to do things like that real early in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, like taking care of bills and business and stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he never, he never would say anything. And sometimes I get the stuff home, I couldn't wear it to be too little, too big. Once in a while, I'd hit it right and have yeah. something I could wear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then Mama have to fix it up and send it back, and she would be fussing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so for, the, for the sake fuss. of the audience, I guess we better let them know what COD stands for. <laughs> so. What? That cash was cash on delivery. Or delivery. delivery, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> cash <laughs> on delivery. Yeah, that's what it was. It is something how times have changed. Oh, it sure has. Mm-hmm. It really have changed, yeah. I tell you. And I remember when my when we were still down south, I was a little little girl. Mm-hmm. And my granddad, my dad's father, he had uh, a good grader hair, pretty hair. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting on his lap one day, and I was always playing with his hair because you could pull it out. And when you let go of it, it would go back. Uh-huh. You know, like in curls or right. ringlets or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so one day I was pulling it out, and uh, I looked up there. I said, I didn't know nothing about gray hair, you know. Right, right. I said, ooh, Papa. He said, what, baby? I said, you got white hair. Uh-huh. I said, you got some white hair in your head. He said, yes, baby. He said, I have. He said, you just keep living. Mm -hmm. And that's all he said. Yeah. I 
was getting, in fact, listen to this. I was getting ready to come to Columbus, Georgia. Mm. I was 31 years old. <laughs> I was standing in the bathroom in the mirror combing my hair. And I looked up there on the right side. <laughs> and I thought, I said, what is this? I ain't had my hand in no powder uh-huh. or nothing, you know. And I combed it. I combed the back and I looked. I said, oh, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Just live long I enough. I kept, I said, I kept living. <laughs> I caught up with you. Yep. <laughs> Yep. yep, I had my gray hair. Mm-hmm. And my mind went right back to him. Right. The minute I saw that gray hair, mm-hmm. that my, he said, keep living, baby, keep living. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, it, it is something. But because of Gladys, how did you see the world right now? Bad, bad, bad. Mm-hmm. Bad is sad. Not all of it, but I just, I, I, I just feel sorry for our kids. Right. And some of them are not kids. They're, they're in their teens and early 20s and 30s. And I just wonder what kind of upbringing did they have? Right. What happened to them? Because it, it's a waste now. They're not trying to do anything to better themselves. They'd rather go out and try to take what somebody else has worked hard for and either get killed or go to prison for the rest of their life or half of their life. Just saw an article in the paper today. It's it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And, and, And... I don't know if it's coming from the homes. I think a lot of it is. Right. Babies carrying guns. It's 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 sad. Right. And you can't approach them. You better not try. Yeah, you cannot approach them. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't. Mm-hmm. Don't. Well. And you're almost scared to go any place. Yeah. Because you don't know when they might decide to start shooting or acting crazy and do something crazy. It's a dangerous time. And I it try sure to look is. at it and say, well, you know, there are there are people that are actually doing some good things, but they're being smothered by those who are doing smothered. bad things. That's right. Uh, we can't That's find right. them because the ones who are doing good things, they are where they're supposed to be. Be, right. But those right. who are doing bad things are the ones that we physically, you know, see. And, uh-huh. and so we don't we don't really about? get a chance. We don't really get a chance to say much to the kids who are doing the, the great things. Uh-uh. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. But there's still some kids going to school, getting a uh, good education. Right. And wanting to better themselves, you know. Right. And even a few of them that get out of prison have even changed and turned their lives around, which is a good thing. That is a good thing. But they get, uh-huh. but again, they get smothered. Yeah. They, they get got smothered. smothered yeah. And they'll always have that stigma right. on their names. 
Well, Cousin Gladys, uh, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to interview you and for you to share your wisdom with our listening audience. And we're definitely going to do this again. Oh, okay. And I just Is it over to... already? Oh, yeah. We're gonna... I'm, I'm, I'm just getting wound up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're definitely going to do another... We're going to definitely do another episode. <laughs> Oh, okay. And and we're going to, I mean, because there is no limitation on what we want to hear. And okay. So, uh, I just want to thank you because, you know, I post these every every week. Oh, you do? Right. And so I want to make sure that the listeners get a chance to hear you and hear others. And and, and we save these recordings. They, they are so necessary. Oh, okay. Okay. And I didn't really go into my uh, my dad's brothers and sisters and my mom's family, you know. Right. Uh-huh. But so, we will I'll do see. that. Okay, okay. And so to all the listeners, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, Cousin Gladys, you know I love you. I love you too. And, and uh, so until next time, uh, be good. Same to you. All right. I love God you. God bless. Uh, bye-bye. Love you too. Bye-bye.